0: I let my watch talk for me, my whip talk for me, my gat talk for me BAH! What up, homie? My watch saying, hi, shorty, we could be friends My whip saying,
1: quit playing, bitch, get in My earring saying, we can hit them all together
2: What's up, <laughs> everybody? What Welcome to so another episode beat. of Beats, Brews, so and Points of View podcast. That one goes out to my main man, Brad Marsh. Rest in peace. We miss you, buddy. That was his favorite shit right there. Um,. But anyways, welcome to another episode. Uh, I'm your host Neil Richter, along with E-Man Bates, of course. That will be yeah. And then and we you have... want to introduce our guests, yes, of course.
3: Yes, we do. We have a uh, special guest, Juan Y, Ann Arbor rapper, up yeah. and coming, dude's a beast. What's up, guys? Thanks for Welcome having to the me, show, man. man. Thank you, thank you. I yes, appreciate sir. it. All right, so you dropped, I know you dropped Versa back in August, right?
1: Yes, sir. I dropped Versa back in August, man. That was my debut project. I'm pretty proud of it. Dude,
3: man. that was actually, so that was a great day for music for me because you had your project come out, Mac Miller Swimming came out, World came out,
1: That came out. That was out. <laughs>
2: like, that was one. That was the actually like a really thing good is, day.
1: Is, I messed with Travis way before like the wave started. So, oh, like, got it. Yeah. Like Lovesick dropped. And a couple other songs, like 16 Chapels. I loved Travis, and that's when I got on the wave. And people always wonder what I was listening to. So for him to drop on the same day that I dropped my debut, that was, it was just ironic.
3: Well, I, say, I remember, like, for Travis Scott, like, my introduction to him, I think,
2: it was days before Rodeo. Oh, I was yeah. late on the Travis a, Scott wave. wave. Yeah,
1: That was a great tape still, though.
2: I didn't what? get into him until, like, that, uh, what was the... Goosebumps? Or was that a night show? Night show was like the first shit of Travis Scott that I heard. Oh, and yeah. then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, my boy Sean Davies took me back and like showed me the shit before the auto-tune Travis Scott. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. this is way yeah. fucking better. Like, right? yeah. M-I-A, everything <laughs> off of <the> yeah. Owl Pharaoh, <laughs> Like, yeah. everything, yeah. Yeah, that shit's crazy. nice. It was crazy. Oh, it man. Was crazy. Well... So. We're uh, we were supposed to have Juan or, uh, YG Habibi with us today too, but he's running late. His so hopefully he makes it eventually. Right here, <laughs> yeah, we got him set up. But <laughs> the hopefully... ghost of his
1: gang membership is right here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the ghost of Christmas <laughs> past.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: So before we get into everything, oh, I just want to sh- do a quick uh, R.I.P. to uh, WWE. Broadcasting legend Mean Gene Okerlund oh, Who passed man. away uh, Last week uh, I think it was actually Before last week's episode But I just read about it A <laughs> couple <of> days ago <laughs> Yeah oh, man that Guy that been around forever Just remind, I just think of like Macho Man and like Hogan being like Mean Gene yeah. brother <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Who would you get,
1: say Was you guys' favorite wrestler Coming from WWE Or WWF even
2: Back in the day I loved The Ultimate Warrior That was my shit yeah, Stone, no, Cold really was Stone Cold Was probably The
3: best shit talker Ever Between him and Muhammad Ali are two the best shit talkers ever, like on mm-hmm. this earth. Oh
2: yeah, easy. easy, easy. The I Rock was, was pretty him. up there. too. I was yeah. about to say <laughs> mine is a
1: tie <laughs> between The Rock and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Oh, Mysterio, Mysterio was the Mysterio. shit. Yeah, Rey Mysterio was the shit. I saw him live once. Sure. My dad
2: took me to see like a WWE or WCW thing, and it was like him and Ric Flair and some other fucking dude in like a three way match. It was awesome. Yeah, that guy's yeah, always maybe. flying around, there. <laughs> turnbuckles and <laughs> shit. Like I don't know, he's gotta do that around. shit. I remember like.
3: Like when uh, John Cena first came into WWE, uh, he was with him and Rand- I thought I got him and Randy Orton mixed up because they used to wear the same shit for the most part. Yeah. And yeah, John yeah. Cena started getting that whole rapper persona thing, and I was like, okay, now he's you no, know, now he's got a little identity. I think you
1: those know? might be some of my favorite memes: of the uh, John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Like who's in this who
2: picture? Is, who is he know. talking to? I don't know. <laughs> what movie is he in right now? Is there a movie that he's in? He's in a few movies. There's something like something that's uh, got some buzz around it. What the hell is it? Shit, I can't think of it right now. So I know he's doing the rock route right now where he's like getting his acting game. Yeah, a lot yep, more. that's probably I think I don't think yeah. he's gonna be in the WWF. Or I, think w- he already left. Mm-hmm. I think he's already oh, leaving. He's already gone. He's already trying oh, to leave. Right yeah. Speaking
1: of somewhat rappers being in movies, I was very upset seeing MGK in Bird Box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 really made me upset. He's he's been yeah. in a few
2: things, I think, now. Like there was a show NBA, that lasted for like a uh, second on Yeah, Roadie's. Yeah, yeah, I heard about Roadies. No, it was that was right. actually
3: a good you know what? I actually liked him in that though. what was the other one, the Netflix one, Beyond the Lights?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. anyway, trying to think
1: of what exactly Beyond the Life was about.
3: It was like some chick that was a pop singer and she really didn't like her life because, you know, it was on, a, because she was on, like, under nah, fire all the time just being nah, a celebrity. Okay. And so she just nah, wanted to get out of it. Like the dude from, uh, Birth of His Nation was in it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. How was your guys' week, though,
2: bro? Did you guys have a good one? It
1: was good. It was good. Pretty I've good been week. here. Usual so. work week, so.
2: Me and this dude it. had a fucking good week last year or uh last was it Friday we went? Yeah, to, uh, uh, Nick Speed? No, the, va- the Vans. Oh, thing oh first. that the va- So yeah, we uh we had a, it, it was it. a
3: Van's like uh it was like a workshop thing. So you had like 21 Savage's manager. Yeah, there, I got the names down. On what are the names? Amber um, Heard, was that it? The other one? It, she's like a she's I forgot what her title is, but I know she works at Capitol It record. was
2: uh Key Henderson who is Twenty One Savage and JID's manager. manager she also started her own uh, record manager. label. Yeah, no. Right?
4: <laughs> That's <a laughs> crazy. That's, That's,
2: That's a crazy. She was kind of hard ass, like tough chick. I could understand why she was Twenty One Savage's manager. No, the best is how she was like talking about Twenty One yeah,
3: Savage. Was she was like, funny. "I'm in a group text with all like you know, man, like managers and lawyers and like Twenty One Savage has multiple man- lawyers." So like, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it was yeah, So it was Key Henderson. She was the JID Savage manager, and then the other chick was uh, Amber Grimes, Grimes, who is the cool. senior VP of Global Creative at Capitol Records. And they were just kind of putting us on game on what it takes to make it in the industry, how to talk to people, how to approach people, what to say, what not to say. So it was it was really cool. And then straight from there, E-Man and I went over to Nick's speed show over at um, at uh, what was it Deluxe, Deluxe Flux, Flux. And he had a crazy techno yeah, party yeah, going on. It was why part. I was there. Yeah.
3: Uh what was the other boy to hang out with? It was like Sheefen McFly, Nick Speed, and I forgot the other guy to hang out with. The one white dude.
2: Yeah, I forget. He kind of looked pretty nasty. I forgot his <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> he was real grimy, bro. Yeah. He had that, you know, like that grimy mustache and shit. <laughs> but I'm not sure what that I understand
1: how people let their mustaches go. Like, Dude, you it was, like you ever close your lips and then catch a <laughs> mustache? Like, it's bro,
0: all like all the Western days, you had, like you had a little curl. With that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, shit, in Can tradition of podcast, you want to tell them what beer you got for us, bro? All right, so...
3: One of my favorites. I've had it multiple times before, and they just released it today. Shout out to Bell's Brewery.
1: Shout out to Bell's Brewery.
3: We have Hop Slam, one of the hardest motherfucking beers to find, and I swear, dude, like they. Shout out to Superfine. I love that place because they always have everything like where I need, where it needs to be. Dude, I love this beer so much. That's the hurry up and get I'm you there beer. I'm thankful for like you guys because air. you
1: steered me away from
3: craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't play that adjuncts game. For Actually, those who don't know what adjuncts are, those are like the fillers that go in the beer, so like that make it like drinkable. So like your Bud Light, your Miller Light, stuff like that. Craft beer really doesn't mess with adjuncts like that. So just a
2: little bit, you know, a little science lesson for you. There yeah. you go, sir. Thank you. These guys have. Uh, Craft beers. Me, since I'm still on my sober month of January, week two. Commend this man. I got ginger beer. <laughs> Some non-alcoholic Come in ginger this beer. Man. <laughs>
4: Let's
2: see. Let's find your. While well, we're finding uh, a track here, why don't you tell them a little bit about what you like about that beer, you man?
3: I haven't tasted it yet, but you, you know, know you've it, had, had one. doesn't it, does it matter. <laughs> no. So one of my favorite quotes is uh, the guy who actually runs Bell's Brewery. I forgot. I forgot his name off the top of my head, but he says I'm gonna make a beer that smells like a cat ate my weed and then pissed it out, and sell it for twenty bucks a six pack. That's exactly what he did with it here, and you know what? It's good as hell. <laughs> it really is. Like it's one of my favorite beers.
2: And while like, they're so it has on, like a
3: really like hoppy. Oh, sorry. go for it. Yeah. Go ahead. So it has like a really like hoppy, like floral, like aroma to it, and that's how I really like about it. Like you can tell it's like a straight up IPA, and it's ten percent, so it's gonna it's gonna kill you. Like <laughs> if you're not <laughs> yeah. not not literally killed Well, you know, alcohol kills you after time anyway. But like it's <laughs> gonna time kill you, we're all ready to time. die to begin but, with. <laughs> if you are not like if you don't have an alcohol tolerance,
2: I wouldn't I wouldn't even try this beer first. Like it's just a death sentence for you. Yeah. <laughs> while they're getting their buzz on, I'm gonna play you guys a little <laughs> bit sure, of sir. wanya track, 2 a.m. in Zone 6, which is my favorite one off of his uh, EP Versa on all the streaming services. I'm playing it off title right now, but you can catch it anywhere. So here's a little bit of that.
1: Them niggas lames, them niggas hoes, so I just treat them like bitches Don't fuck with lames, I don't fuck with squares, and really don't fuck with no snitches Free my lil' woes, I miss my dogs, you know they fightin' a sentence Screaming free Jay, he know I got him, wish he could jump up fences. Me and JP out the cut, we work some rest, cause we up some Keep that 40 on my hip, run up on me, I'ma slump some Little bitch, she bust down like a rollie, I heard that he talked to the police I told him don't act like he know me, if he got them rest, we gon' poke him Two, three like Jordan, don't ask if you cannot afford it Private flights can't afford it to Sahara, I beef, I'm a pain, I'm
3: like just to say, oh, to like, pack, this is I'ma probably, because I've seen you play back, live a few times, like fo- no? you like This is probably one of my favorite, actually it's my favorite song whoa, you do live. Whoa, this one? Yeah. It
1: yeah. It's because yeah, a I'm so attached to my head, 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 song. I don't give when I did that song, I was doing a completely different song when I was actually in Atlanta. So, I was recording this overly melodic song that I've never put out. And uh, I just started it, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, I'm not fucking with this at all. I told the engineer, I'm <laughs> like, man, switch this whole beat up. Put, locked my phone and just went in.
2: I like so, that and track, and that man. I like that. the vibe of that track. Um, I want to hear a little. I want to know a little bit about how you started in music, because other than meeting you here, and I think the one time at uh, Club Above once, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I haven't really had a whole lot of time to sit with your music. So I'd like to know kind of like what got you into it and where did you get your start from and all that
1: well when it came down to like starting music my family has always done music so mm-hmm. like my aunt is a great singer my grandfather even before that was a instrument player i forgot what instrument though i think it was like trumpet or mm-hmm. something brass he played instruments and uh, i had actually started rapping at church Oh, really so, yeah that's it's funny I rapped before <laughs> then but my first like performance like in front of people was at church that's awesome that's a funny story though because I completely forgot all of the lyrics to the church song I <laughs> so I like went off off the top for like the last eight bars of the song while I'm performing and I almost cussed but I kept <laughs> it in I kept
3: it in I'm like nah, nah, nah. I'm I was like, gonna nah, say a lot nah, of people get their start in that's church that's what I was just about to say a lot of pe- people, a lot of people just, yeah I've never heard of like rapping start at church but I know a lot of people like musically do get their start at church singers.
1: Yeah. like I rapped beforehand I was always rapping to myself because my older brother he was a rapper and mm-hmm. he had loved little wayne and that's part of the reason why i love little wayne now and we were just listening to instrumentals and i actually came up with words for myself so i'm like hey man i think i might give this a shot i have no confidence then but now i do
3: dig it so let's talk a little bit about vice new project coming ah, out ah.
1: Vice, i'm very excited for vice it's it's not so much the opposite of versa but it does, it, it is a very great right hand to verse it because it's still versatile, great features from some of the same people, Tone, uh, stat Low, YG Habibi, Yeah, course, yeah. yeah, Habibi who's right here, but not, <laughs> but not right there. Here in spirit. But yeah, here in spirit. Uh, and I just kept it to my roots, man. I made something more so that I wanted to hear this time around. Not so much of going by the sounds that everybody else is going around, but playing with my voice, figuring out how I want my voice to sound and getting the best sound possible. And I feel like that's what Vice is.
2: I think Detroit's in a good spot right now, musically, man. We got absolutely. a lot of people bubbling up right I have a right couple now.
1: Detroit artists on there. Uh, shout out to Kid A1 and my boy Project Honcho.
2: Nice. Okay. Honcho Mula.
1: He's, they're both from Detroit, and they're pretty
2: good artists as well. That's nice. Yeah, we, there's a couple more guys we're trying to get up on here. Uh, we got a shout out to Johnny Morris. We were trying to get him on here. And Rocky talk, I literally be...
3: talked to Johnny Morris today. Oh, like, I met, he messaged me on uh, Instagram. Nice. Yeah, we're getting him on here probably in March.
2: And then I've been in discussion with, uh, we don't have a set date quite yet. We're talking about early February trying to get Nick Speed up on here. Uh, okay. We uh, talked to him last week and he showed... I actually, I just sent him a link to the show saying that we were, we're fans of his and he told me he'd... He'd be a guest on the show, so I, I got to holler at him and find out when uh, we can get him up for on those here. Of
3: you if not for me, with Nicky He had a contract with Unit for a little bit. Uh, did a lot of stuff for a lot of different people. Yeah, he's like made Royce, beats for M.O.P., M-
2: Talib yeah. Kweli, yeah. G Unit. I think even there's a remix uh, that he did. Uh, I think he did one of the re-up tracks with like Eminem. You know when Eminem put out that re yeah, album yeah, yeah. with the label album? Yeah, I remember. I think that. he did a track off there Speaking too.
1: Speaking of Eminem, what Eminem album do you feel like is most memorable?
2: Eminem show. Me too. The same <laughs> shit. Bro? I not agree. even yeah. Marshall
1: Mathers LP. Yeah. I feel like that's the one that really marked me for sure. That's, that's definitely
2: that, that it's between those two yeah, for me, I Marshall think. Marshmallows LP is a close second to me, Yeah. But. It was for a long time and then like later on I got just really into them and I'm sure. Eminem
3: started getting in his political bag. Yep. I feel like that's
2: what made him more like White America was on yeah. that album yeah. and yeah. stuff
3: like that, like
2: yeah. I always loved Square Dance too. That song's a shit. <laughs> I love Square Dance. It's <laughs> a great song. Definitely. But uh, anyways, so I guess we could probably go into something old, something new. There's not a whole lot of new shit out right now, um, but I was able to get a... Uh, I saw, my boy Stevie hit me up today and said that Toro Emoi's Toro new album that comes out next week is on NPR's First Listen right now. And I listened to that this morning, and it's fucking dope. It's uh, He makes like... The, uh, some people describe it as Chill Wave. I don't really think I get a Chill Wave vibe off this new album. It's real dancey and electronic, but he sings. I mean, he's like a one-man band. He produces everything, sings, does the whole thing. And I'd really like to see this live. Um, let me see what the the name of the album is, Outer Peace. So if you head over to NPR, they have it. It doesn't come out to the 19th, but it's on NPR for the whole week uh, streaming over there. So you can check that out there. Um, did you have anything new? Would you, was you know, new Were you able to find anything That hasn't shit dropping Really I, we, didn't, we touched on it last week But I
3: didn't really listen to it Until like a couple days ago But that Dej Loaf EP Was a yeah, go, yeah. go Dej Go that yeah, that yeah. yeah that wasn't yeah. bad Yeah I liked I wasn't that. That. Yeah. Yeah. I it's it It's like our Like branching off You know from the major labels And everything like that well, So
1: shout out. Are we counting like End of 2018 It can new? be too Because
2: there hasn't been shit In 2019 yeah, yeah, yet. So Go really for it <laughs> Well
1: honestly Meek's album has had a big stage. championship Yeah Absolutely
2: Yep we talked about that That was on both of our lists
1: Yeah that album's crazy
2: Yeah, I've been listening to that album a
1: lot Future dropped a couple new singles off of his new album, Wizard, I guess. Oh, did he? Jumping Off a Jet. Man, I was running on a, a mile at Planet Fitness. <laughs> I went to two listening to Jumping on a Jet, we Man, was sh- that album is crazy. That's when we did
3: that uh, conference last week. She actually talked about Future, too. It was like, Future is in the studio every day. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, she said that. Said that
2: yeah. she, was, uh, she was also talking about 21 Savage's work ethic. Uh, this is that Key Henderson, by the oh, way. Oh, God. And she was that's saying that's another that- album. Yeah, twenty one. That, that one, that one. Great. Like, I didn't like it at first because of the beats, and then my roommate Rob loves it, so he's been playing it all the time, and now it's totally growing on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> so that's one was, of those yeah, things. Sure. I
1: was the same way. I wasn't too. I wasn't too. Uh, about that track yeah, that. Yeah.
2: I love that track with Gambino, man. It's nice to hear yeah. Gambino rapping again. <laughs> I haven't heard him rapping in a minute.
1: I love Gambino, man. Down to cul-de-sac. That's probably one of my favorite. Yeah.
4: Ever,
2: man. Speaking of 2019 drops, that Gambino, that last Gambino project should be out this, this year. He said he's still going to do music, but he won't do an Childish That's camp, what you know? I thought was going to happen. What, that's, that's, I'm pretty sure that's what's going to He's happen. probably just sick of answering to two different names. <laughs> like yeah, Donald right. Childish, yeah, Don- yeah, <laughs> back and definitely. forth, definitely. back and forth. That man is so talented. It's crazy, though. I can't wait to see what he does. Now
1: when it comes to old, how far are we going back?
2: As far as you want. Old as far as you want to go back, uh, man.
1: I think the most stapled mixtape slash full album on me is Trilogy from The Weeknd.
2: Nice. Ooh, that okay. is a f- That's probably right. That got My me favorite. into the weekend for sure. Yeah, yep, yeah you're right.
1: That, that album is amazing, man. I can listen to that album every day, all times of the day, no problem.
2: I give him a lot of credit too cuz he kind of started that wave with that with the, like the darker sounding R&B shit, you yeah, know, like that yeah. like almost like toting the line between hip hop and R&B like back and forth and shit and the lyrics were kind of fucked up and dark. Yeah. That's yeah, what I like about the leak He
1: did get a little bit more bright As he got mainstream yeah, He yeah, knew yeah, it was that sure. shit Wasn't gonna he work <laughs> <shit. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> He knew that shit Wasn't gonna work At
2: all times man Yeah but Yeah
1: other than that That new album Habibi Land
2: Yeah, yeah talk a little bit about it. Do you, have That's you listened fine. to it yet?
1: I got the Exclusives Bruh
2: Yeah <laughs>
1: that album's up there, dog. Good. That album's up there for
3: sure.
2: Hell Shout yeah. Out to you God. gotta follow Lou Ballera. Baller. It's a good song. But yeah. Yeah, man, I've been playing that. It's like that shit will get stuck in your head and you'll be singing that yep. shit all day. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah. Just, yeah, absolutely. just randomly. First thing is, yeah. <laughs>
1: don't hum it once a day. One time a day, it's over. You hum that song one time, you're gonna listen to it six times.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's got the right thing going on. He was the type of artist, too, that like you, when you see the live show, is when you get it, you get the, like the vision of his because. The people go, get turned up for that. Oh, absolutely, bit. yeah. Like they, when he oh, started playing yeah, that, stage presence those, was dope. It, you yeah, do it's,
3: the dance and everything too with him. Yeah. Like, yeah, yep. Bebe, bro. What do you got for something old? You know, I was uh, I was listening to something a little bit earlier today. Right, mm-hmm. I was uh, on my way in. Oh, I was actually on my way to the gym mm-hmm. earlier today, and I decided to put on because we were talking about Eminem. So I actually put on Encore earlier. Oh, weird. <laughs> I agree with that, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Actually, I was just going back and listening to it. Like, I really like that album. I never really fucked with Encore. So on, that Encore was like, is my
1: third. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Encore is my third favorite album from Eminem. I
3: would say Slim Shady LP was my third, but I just randomly ran, wanted to listen to
2: Encore for some reason. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
1: I think Curtain Call is second for me.
2: Curtain Call was the, didn't he have like, a, was that kind of like a Greatest Hits or was that, am I, I thinking think of a I think it was a, it was I a Greatest Hits. think Curtain Call was
1: kind of a Greatest Hits. Yeah, hit. was, yeah. And he had like yeah. some
2: unreleased tracks on it. Yeah, yeah no, that was kind of good though. Who's texting me? Doesn't matter. Um, For my something old this week, I actually meant to bring the vinyl with me for the live stream, but I forgot it at my house running out the door. Um, Go back to 2012, Killer Mike's Rap Music, Um, and the reason I chose that one for talk my about, something we're gonna old. Are we
3: going to talk about the show? What's up? we Are going to talk about the show? What show? The Killer Mike show.
2: Oh, yeah, we will oh, in a okay, sec. Okay, I said we're going to um, segue into that? No, yeah, we can. Um, but no, I went with 2012's Rap Music by Killer Mike, and the reason I chose that album is because that was kind of the birth of Run the Jewels, because um, that album was entirely produced by LP, and it's got one feature on it with LP, and that was like kind of when uh, Killer Mike, at least in interviews I've seen, where he was like, oh, this is... This is the shit I was supposed to be making my whole life. He's like, this is my partner. It's like, I, now he, I know. He's he, like, this is supposed to be the. No, he the was talking about here.
3: it was only supposed to be one song, and then they made a group out of it, kind of like Slaughterhouse. Slaughter, yep. like that Slaughterhouse
2: was only supposed to be one song,
3: and then they mm-hmm. made a group.
2: Yep. So that album is really dope. If you haven't, and it's got um, there's a video for the song Reagan on there. That's so dope. Uh, it's like a cartoon, and it's just I always like Killer Mike because he makes dope music, but teaches you some shit at the same time. He's got real political Love lyrics it. and. Definitely. And then, uh, yeah, Eman was Killer just telling me about a show. So why don't you tell me what that Killer was all Mike
3: about? Killer Mike, just want to throw us out there, probably one of the most underrated rappers all the time
2: between him and Black Thought.
3: Black <laughs> Thought, definitely. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One and two.
2: I'm going to
1: delve yeah. into more Killer Mike, but I agree with that Black Thought.
2: Uh, I don't know if there's anyone that can rap better than Black Thought. I like don't think, After watching that 10-minute freestyle, no. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> this is nuts. I just
1: <laughs> watched that not too long ago. I sparked up a joint, and it was just like the thing unsuggested, and I listened to him.
2: How do you come up with this people shit? People
1: know who this is. Like, you can literally say a good 45% of the world does not know who Black Thought is. No, of. they no, probably yeah. think he's the dude they they from who the Jimmy roots Fallon show. Yeah, yeah, they know who the roots are for sure, but they don't know who Black
2: Thought is. White America probably thinks it's just the guy from the Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> but it's uh, like uh, what they were talking
3: about <laughs> uh, when Kanye did that song with, well, what's his face? From. Uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Oh my they, God. Like, they had to, somebody tweeted, he goes like it's good to see Kanye giving like a uh, unknown artists a platform like <laughs> no <Paul right>. <laughs> Someone said that. Somebody it was a tweet I saw <laughs> and I was like, I lost all faith in like humanity. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh man. That's funny. We man. can actually play the trailer for that uh Killer Mike thing. We can? Yeah. All right. It's on YouTube right now. I'll look that so up. So right for now. those of you not familiar, Killer Mike has his own Netflix show starting next week. And it really just tackles like political issues and everything like that. And then he, he like does like stuff about pretty much stuff like kind of empowering the black community. Like he has this one, he goes like, it, I know one of the, one part of the trailer. It was like the Hell's Angels, you know, like the motorcycle gang, right? Yeah, yeah He's yeah. talking about like, oh the Hell's Angels. You can go and, like Target and find their shit, but let's see if you can find like stuff for the Crips. So he made like a Coke, uh, ma- he made like a coca uh, Cola called Crippacola. Cola, oh <laughs> like my a Cola. <laughs> All right, I'll play that. Cool. <laughs> it was like that, and then he only went to like black business, like like strip clubs or whatever. You seen the trailer? Yeah, I've seen just, him talk about that well, just uh, a few interviews, <laughs> talking about
2: how black folks should take their money out of their whatever their big banking in and reinvest in like um uh, in community like financial banks that are black owned and black businesses. So I mean, he makes a lot of sense when he's he really does. Like Kevin Mike is a smart dude. Although he like, did do sure. that one off kilter interview about the NRA and shit that was that got. That got a lot. Yeah, because you know that dude is. Yeah, I got a lot of, yeah, you know, of backlash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. Well, here's new, what's the, the the new show is called Trigger, trigger warning. warning. I guess here's the uh, trailer for it. I haven't even seen this yet. It just came out today, I think. Let's see. Because you got
0: yeah, yeah, I think it just came out. That doesn't help black people. Needs to be burned the fuck down now. You may know me as Killer Mike. I'm a Grammy award-winning rapper, and my ideas are often controversial. The greatest hindrance that black people have is white Jesus. I want to <laughs> see a black man <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. That's Will so you true, my though,
2: religion? No, no. So true. You
0: gonna friend. get me struck by lightning. I'm trying to introduce people to new thoughts and concepts. Killer Mike! Yeah. I want to know how difficult it is to truly live in the black economy. No racism, but you're Asian. And I'm only spending money in the black community for the next three days,
4: so <laughs> you ain't black. What
0: <laughs> the Crips have soda?
3: The symbol feels a little bit more corporate. Yeah. No, I haven't worked with a gang before. This is a uh, first
0: time for everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like first time <laughs> no I'm for a little nervous. no room for independent free thinkers anymore. <laughs> it's time we started fresh. <laughs> I would like to deem this place New Africa. This is going to be, be awesome. We'll come out? Next week. Balls to the wall, put your nuts on the table. We can show the rest of the world that there's a brand new way and a brand new day. The kid was super
3: mean to me. What?
1: Yeah, he said you're not like everybody else.
0: You're one of Earth's original people. Hold on, man. Because if you jumped in front of him right now when I was telling him to be proud to be black, that'd be like the first lesson in white privilege he learns, and we don't want to oppress people right now. You got me? One, oh, that's an ally. He said, that's the ally.
2: <laughs>
3: I love Killer Mike so much, oh, man. so good. I love that man so much. Oh, that's man. I'm glad we
2: played that. That's fucking yeah, awesome. awesome. That starts next week, you said.
3: That's the, that right. and guess what else comes out next week? Same day. What's that? The Fire Festival documentary.
2: Ooh, nice. They're, they've been pumping out some good uh, documentaries yeah, they, on Netflix. You you're
3: familiar with Fire Festival, right? I'm not. I'm oh not. The ja shit, one. the Ja Rule festival. Oh my god. <laughs> no. With, uh, him and Billy. What was his name? Billy
1: McFarlane? Speaking How of Ja Rule, no, 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 no. That was Dmx. I didn't know Dmx went to prison recently. Oh yeah, tax, yeah.
2: tax evasion. Yeah. He's coming back though. He's a. Uh, that's what gets everybody. Music. Also, that's what get like
3: a musician or like athletes after like. 15 years tax evasion gets you. Gotta pay so your taxes. taxes. Gotta pay them. If
2: Not you come to pay into money, hire an accountant. You, you can do
3: I'm gonna say you can get away from anybody you want except
2: for Uncle Sam. Yes, sir. Yeah, rest be on your ass. So uh something interesting I thought since it's early in 2019 that we could talk about is shit that you would like to see remain in 2018. You don't want to hear no more shit about. You don't want to talk about no more. What's some shit you'd like to You're dead? 2018. Leave it in 2018. It and
3: to
1: happen just, in 2018. Uh, the whole uh, sugar doesn't go on rice thing, man. And pineapples doesn't go on pizza. Leave that shit back there, man. Leave that shit should have stayed shit. in 2015. That, shit, that shit's been an ongoing conversation. That shit's dead, bro. That shit's dead.
2: I had a couple that I had put down, and most specifically is the comparison shit. The olds versus the, the youngs. I agree the yeah, that, too. Yeah. I'm tired of that shit, and I'm also tired of I'm the king of the R&B. I'm a king of hip-hop. It's like, no, you're fucking Ooh, not. Shit. Just stop it. Shout Just out to right, This might be controversial. <laughs> fuck Jacquees, man. Like,
1: did you guys see all the covers that he's done oh, in his man. whole career? Like, bro, <laughs> no. Crazy.
2: You ain't no. king of nothing.
3: Jacquees needs to hang it up. If you can hear me, if you're watching this, hang it up, bro. over with Speaking of R&B, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the documentary on Lifetime. Yeah, the R. Kelly documentary. Hey, you talk. know
1: what's kind of funny? That's a great subject, and you brought that up with the right person because in high school that was my biggest joke, man. Like I used to tell everybody that R. Kelly was my dad. Like I had like even like a photoshopped picture like that R. Kelly was my dad. So I even see one of my teachers from high school at Myers, and I just forgot about all that shit. Like I was just dumb and young in high school. So he sees me, he's like, "Yeah, man, if you see your dad lately, tell him I said hello." I'm like, "All right, just trying to get away from him." I'm like. Oh, that motherfucker really thinks my dad is R. Kelly.
2: <laughs> I really <laughs> delved that into his head very well. Well, first of all, shout out to Dream Hampton on that. Dream Hampton's a Detroiter, so we gotta show her some love. She's yeah, the one that did the Dream documentary. Man, yeah. Um I, I that shit was gross, man. I watched all six hours of that shit. I don't know why. No, the I the
3: I Aaliyah thing just made like made me cringe, bro. But the Aaliyah I, thing I, is I even thought more thought that and it was like uh, like even when I was young, because I was like maybe like I was maybe like fifth or sixth grade, and I'm just thinking about the age because, like, I found out I was twenty seven, and she's like maybe like 15. not too. She wasn't too much older than I was to be honest with yeah, you. I was 15, like maybe like what twelve? Disgusting. So like, yeah. But makes it even
1: more fucked up is there was parent consent. In that situation. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. That's so I that's want to want to even more fucking gross. So. I feel I like here's about. the thing. That, it's almost like gross. The,
3: it's almost like the, you know, it's like the Me Too thing with Louis C.K. for instance. You're like now, don't get me wrong, I still I still still feel some type of way about that, but that's that's a different story. <laughs> like, so I feel like when you're in a position of power, where somebody's in a position of power like that, they use that leverage over you. Yeah. It's not so it's not like, I mean, yeah, they give that consent, but it's like, you know, if you say no, that's just gonna fuck your career up. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of like the mentality that kind of goes through their head, I feel like. And
2: that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Shit. It's, huh. I it's talk awful, it's horrible, it really is So every me- major media outlet Has already covered the shit out of the R. Kelly thing So I wanted to cover a little bit of the shit That I didn't see get talked about a whole lot And that's what you guys, to piggyback off What you guys are talking about the team around R. Kelly, y'all are just as sick as fucking R. Yeah, Kelly. Sick yeah. You let this shit happen, sick team. and I mean, these parents—the parents, stand by and allow the it, parents are, that are on this documentary—they're like, "Oh, well." Well, first of all, the the one guy's saying he took his 17-year-old daughter to an R. Kelly concert in 2017 after. The piss tape was out. The Aaliyah shit was yeah, out. Yeah. The multiple child pornography things were out. I mean, and you let you you took your daughter to a fucking R. Kelly concert and let her go on stage hey, and dance. That might with be this the band? worst dad of the like year. You bro. You are the worst. You are just <laughs> yeah, as sick. Yeah. I mean, that's just like set up for failure. I feel like at that point, it's just disgusting. And you know, all these people are getting paid off, and now they're gonna come and cry on the documentary. Fun like, you fact, knew what happened. I learned
1: today from social media, and I looked it up. Elvis Presley. Moved Priscilla Presley into the house when yep. she was oh yeah team. that was in the documentary oh, yeah. so yeah that's, that's even remember. more fucked up Woody
3: Harrelson Woody Harrelson's another not one Woody like, Harrelson remember he married Wait, his what, stepdaughter we, not, no, Woody Harrelson. not Woody Harrelson. Harrelson didn't not Woody Harrelson No. he married a stepdaughter look that up no 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 so like. Th- Woody Harrelson's never been married. I don't think. Not Woody Harrelson. I'm sorry. Woody Woody Allen. Woody I Allen. Okay, oh, yeah, now that's Woody Allen. He's weird. He's yeah, a yeah, more my Yeah, he's my a sick bad. Punk. I'm <laughs> sorry. I love you, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah, not put, Woody put Woody no. Harrison. Woody <laughs> Allen. Shit. I, don't I, don't I put no shame
2: on Woody Harrelson. I, I freaked.
3: I freaked it. So, I'm sorry. Neil <laughs> like, me and Neil both were
2: like, hold on, man. Not Woody Harrelson,
3: bro. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. He married a stepdaughter.
2: Yeah, or uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis married his like thirteen year old like niece or something, or cousin or some shit like that. That's fucked up. There's some sickos out it there, man. Or even they're even talking about like how like there's lyrics like there's lots of lyrics that like talk about young girls like the Beatles had. She's only seventeen. Like all this, dude. Shit. I didn't even hear that. I didn't even wow. hear about that. I didn't even
3: <laughs> think about that until you just said it. I've heard that song. I didn't hear that Leah song until like it was AJ, Nothin but AJ nothing but I a, a even, number. AJ nothing but a I've heard that song in like. Ten years, written and by R. Kelly, way. Yeah. So you. Until that documentary came out, it was no! written by R. Kelly. It was written by R. Kelly. <laughs> no! Yeah, it really was. It was written by R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: didn't I didn't know that that was written by R. Kelly either. That's, that's <laughs> even more
2: fucked up. And here's another point on that I wanted to make. Um, I see a lot of the outlets talking about, well, you got to be able to separate the art from the artist. If I and hear... if that were a hold on, if that were a painting, that might be true. But this motherfucker literally all of his lyrics are about the most foul shit ever. So I'm tired <laughs> of that argument. If you can't I separate the artist from the artist when he's talking about AJ nothing but a number or my mind's telling me no but my body's telling me yes. And now that if, I think if if I I see about that song. another person
3: that says that like <laughs> they say like you know what, I'll still listen I'll still listen to his music but I don't support him as a person. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah just like you know him as a no. person right? Yeah like I'd be like dog no, like what the fuck Either you think you There's very few people I Ever let that slide for it? and You have to like do like some minor shit. Like, for instance, like another one, like, they, like, and one thing about pisses me off is enough, like, when people talk about Kanye, for instance, like, you know, how Kanye, you know, his political be- beliefs and people are ready like just to shit on him yeah, and everything yeah. like that. I'm like, that's his own opinion. I get that. That's whatever. But, you, you know, you got like people like Chris Brown and even R. Kelly's and stuff like that. And, like, people are like, well, you know, you got to separate this thing from the artist. I'm like, dude.
2: Yeah. yeah and we got it, Kanye out here. Practice what for- you preach. Like, and we got Kanye out of here just for. Saying some stupid shit. He, like, he, he, R. Kelly's still loved by people. Yeah. And he's been raping people. You know yeah, the, my, yeah. my favorite
3: quote, R. Kelly's been loved remember, for remember years. The, remember the
2: Boondocks? Remember uh, the yeah. episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, he just we just
3: quote it. from Huey Freeman. Do you, are you fully prepared for the extent that niggas love R. Kelly? <laughs>
2: niggas, wow, love R. Kelly.
3: Out, bro.
1: niggas
3: love R. Kelly.
2: bro I'll play that clip real quick. I know exactly,
1: that's exactly what we were <laughs> talking about the other day. We we're like, bro, there's a clip that exists of this shit from a cartoon.
2: <laughs> Here is the clip from the Boondocks where. So the, basically, to set up the clip, they were all partying in the courtroom while Eric Kelly's on trial. Everyone's playing his music, everyone's yeah. dancing. And Man, this shit. was ten years. This was like and what, like eight then, years ago, maybe? And then he kind of stops, halts the music, and this happens. Well, you got it. Hold on, you got the damn ads on YouTube. <laughs> and here we go.
0: Jury, all that needs to be said is
4: this.
2: <laughs>
0: you fast forward the
2: song. It only stops, it for a second.
1: <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Boondocks taught as many lessons as the Jeffersons did. <laughs> they really did. Even
0: the, the judge.
3: judge. Even the judge, man. Tell him, Huey. Speaking of Regina, oh, yeah. Hey.
4: What the hell is wrong with you people? Everybody- <laughs> that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela? <laughs> yes, the government conspires to put a lot of innocent black men in jail on fallacious charges. But R. Kelly is not one of those men. We all know the nigga can sing. But what happened to standards? What happened to bare minimums? <laughs> you a fan of R. Kelly? You want to help R. Kelly? What to get some counseling for R. Kelly. Introduce him to some older women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Stop the damn dancing! Act like you got some goddamn sense, people! Damn, don't playing around here.
2: But... <laughs> 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 Cut the music back on.
3: <laughs> oh, hey, quick before we before going that, shout to Regina King. You know she does the voice of Hughie and didn't Riley. I did know that. She, just yeah, said that. She's the voice yeah. of Hughie and Riley. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, she just won at
2: uh, Golden Globe I love Regina King. She's yeah. still Regina looking King? bad as hell, too. Yeah, she's
3: bad <laughs> as hell. Oh, God, she's yeah. She's bad as
1: fuck well. Don't even get me started on bad, older, black, women. There was a lot. Oh, oh man. man. Halle Berry was wow. crazy. Halle Berry was um, crazy.
2: What was What's the other one? Um, Ashanti P. Henson is still was looking, looking yep. crazy, bro.
3: Ashanti Cookie is still looking crazy, bro. Cookie Lion, bro. <laughs> Cookie Lion, <laughs>
2: bro. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Cookie Lion too, Cookie Lion too. That's funny. Are you watching the live stream as no, we're recording? So here's the thing. Because <laughs> I always like to
3: communicate with people, Neil. Oh, yeah. So, see, fuck Facebook. D-Rag Gang Smooth said, What's popping?" What up, Booker? <laughs> <laughs> and then Juan Matthews, What up, bro? Oh,
1: that's Juan. That's my guy, man. What's up, Juan? <laughs> Hope you're still on here, man. My black I with Michael, that dude. G, he's a solid no,
3: artist.
2: Yeah, sir. We had him on here like, what, yeah, episode that's my like guy, six? Man. Juan Michael O.G. is yeah. a great artist. Oh, I love Juan Michael. I've been listening to his shit since we had him on the podcast. I'm, I think that guy's got something, man. He's got that quirky, crazy attitude, sound, dude. Yeah, he he got has a great, a great sound. sound. Yeah. Great I like sound. that guy. Um, So I, I don't want to talk about R. Kelly to death because everyone's covered the yeah. shit out of it. I'd rather yeah, go back into uh, yeah. the music stuff. And I kind of wanted to talk about Jake Cole for a minute because it doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. He bodied features all 2018, and now I've seen him um, pictures on IG of him in the studio with Big Crit the other day, and I saw him in the studio with Wale. So it looks like he's gonna be bodying Jesus. features again. In I walked away
1: from somebody <laughs> last year around this time because I looked at them and re- uh, mentioned, uh, remember the time. Mm-hmm. Big Crit, yeah, and they were like, "Who's Big Crit?" Oh
2: my God. Bye. Bro, I straight walked yeah, away. Bye.
1: I just straight walked away. No conversation, man.
2: I still feel no, like no, even no. though Crit, like to the hip hop heads, is like praised, I think he's still totally slept on to the masses. Oh yeah, totally absolutely slept
1: on. It needs way more coverage. I don't understand why nobody.
2: And his production is dope too. He and makes he all the beats. Himself, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: the craziest part.
2: Yeah, I love Big Crit.
1: When I I was hooked when I heard um my sub.
2: Oh imagining. my god, that song's yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. That's off my, my
3: introduction was him in, was uh was uh, that we did the hometown, he did that Adele remix. Mm. Was, Which one? He did like you know that home like, from my hometown. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I know I like yeah. I know like a lot of people like Big Sean for instance remixed that too, mm-hmm.
2: but like that was my introduction to Big Crit was that my introduction to Big Crit was that uh country shit remix with Ludacris and Bun B. That was a oh game. yeah. yeah a I need a whole fist book <laughs> yeah, That was a, a great track. That's a
3: great trick. Yeah. yeah. He was on the upper echelon too with Travis Scott, right? Uh, was that him? Who was
4: on the upper
2: echelon? I don't was know. Big you know Kirt? more about the Travis Scott one than I do. I'm not sure. Was that oh.
3: Big Crit was on that?
1: Was he on that? I don't think Big Kurt was on the upper echelon. I think was Ti on the upper echelon? No, Ti ruined Quintana Part Two.
4: <laughs> that too. Yeah. He <laughs>
1: ruined Quintana. <laughs> this, so did you go back and listen to Days Before Rodeo, Neil? Uh. Uh-uh. Man, not nine times recently. No, I need to. Man, Ti single-handedly ruined that whole song, (laughs) bro, with ease. The beat changed and it went to the typical Ti cadence. Yeah,
3: yeah, nah. Oh, that's funny. Question for you guys. Question: Who would you say rap? You don't have to be a not just a rapper, but like musician wise. Who do you think should make a comeback? Like since the new year, Asher Roth. Asher Rock, interesting I pick fuck with y'all. Mm-hmm. Interesting pick. I yeah, like it. Rock I like is a it. Great choice. Yeah,
4: I like it. Party like all the Asher time Rock. is one of Asher my Rock. favorite songs. We just
2: talk about retro hash. Retro hash was dope. Yeah, he's yeah. dope. Yeah. I think Party I all
1: the time. Wasn't that with Meek Mill? Wasn't Meek Mill yep. the favorite feature
2: yep. on that song? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, Asher he got, Asher Rock. He should make
3: a comeback. He was. Yeah. He was
2: so good. I like
3: Asher. Asher
1: needs to make a comeback. Who
3: else? Mine was Chitty Bang. Really Shit I Chitty forgot ben. about Chiddy Chitty Chitty Bang. I, I was <laughs> doing Chitty that. Chitty yeah. Yeah, I was love to see a Chiddy Bang come was
2: back. Fired. Who was the rapper in Chiddy so it was like the producer Swelly and, rapper, and uh, right? Swelly and PB
1: I
3: forgot the yeah, I forgot yeah. the dudes and other dudes name.
1: It was something to do
3: with the sandwich because they were both yeah, like, yeah. peanut it was a peanut butter and swelly I know that was the name of the mixtape I forgot the actual yeah, guy's yeah. name though I like so I remember because I was listening to like finally famous three for instance and two Fate came on don't and even it, talk like, to me
1: about old Big Sean <laughs> because I'm completely against new Big Sean that's my favorite Big Sean bro and nobody that that's where I think, I'm
3: stuck. here's a, here's a, a oh man I can I can go a damn Big Sean so. Big Sean's mixtapes are somehow better than his albums. Always. Historically, even Always. like Finally Famous 3, probably my first project like my favorite project yeah, by me him. Too. He one of my favorite and I the only album I actually really fuck with, Big Sean, is Dark Sky Paradise. I, I like that it. album. I loved Detroit
1: it. Detroit is alright. De-
3: Detroit's but great But the too.
1: Finally Famous album is solid.
3: It,
2: mm-hmm. That you, know, album is you know what was doo doo was that Metro Boomin album he did him him and Metro Boomin. Where do I start? I so you got that. that but then got... again, the new Metro album is that is, is fire. yeah like the that one, new yeah. Metro that album is fire, dope. Yeah. What was the other one? That's, he, the, that's the song that got me back into uh, 21 Savage, that 10 freaky girls on that shit. Yeah, that's yeah, fire. Yeah, I like that
3: yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the what was the other Big Sean album? Second one. Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall was of Fame. Hall of Fame was all right. I, I didn't I didn't like the I one with Nicki Minaj. And that's what that's what ruined I'm it for me. That song, song ruined it. That ruined it for me. That one song.
1: Nicki Minaj features <laughs> no, they're like
3: no monster yeah, monster, yeah, but she yeah, bodied yeah, though. Yeah, she that,
2: Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But uh, yeah, Nicki
1: Minaj features I can usually go without,
2: man. I'm kind of over Nicki Minaj in general. Yeah. Her yeah. fucking shit ass attitude yeah, about yeah, everything yeah. like she could have made an ally out of Cardi B and took over with that shit. They could have made a dope ass. Yeah. She kind of yeah. hated on. She hit on
3: Travis Scott for Astor World, like being her. That's where That's
0: where me and Nicki parted here.
1: I was already here with Nicki, and we parted immediately after the beef with that. Since we're
2: talking about Nicki, do you think that? uh Meek Mill's comments about the uh, not <laughs> la, not like chick, chicks with the uh, lace fronts was about her. <laughs> you, you see how he put that on Twitter the
1: other day? Yeah, about, I've seen that. i seen that. I you
2: think see that was a rant little...
1: after Nikki ranted about something on stage? That's what I'm saying. Was... I think that was yeah, a yeah, shot yeah, yeah, back yeah. at her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he was, so too. He
2: was taking shots for sure. He's he talking about shots. hitting it from the back and grabbed the hair and pulled off the lace front. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> Nikki looked like that type of girl. She's just going to fall apart once. Yep. You get yep. sweaty and wild. You ever <laughs> seen
2: pictures of her like before she got all this shit done? It's like has that, Different person. Uh, has that Joe Rogan podcast happened with Kanye yet? No, I saw a flyer for it, but I, I don't I don't know. I'm interested in oh, that. Oh, I'm waiting on it. That's, that's, gonna, that's gonna, gonna, be gonna be amazing. amazing.
3: I guarantee it's gonna be his most viewed episode. That's gonna be amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, easy, easy. Because <laughs> Kanye is always controversial. It's just
3: like I know and Joe Rogan's the type of person that'll call him out on shit like that. So yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Joe Rogan will call you out on anything. I, so, I don't I'm really parted ways with Kanye, but it makes me upset that I had
2: I can't. to can't. I wish I could. I, I can't, can't
1: part I can't. with him musically, but socially, I just let him do yeah. what he does, bro. I don't make any comments.
2: I, for me, he's too nuts. Uh, I'll listen to the shit that he produces. I'm not trying to listen to his solo albums anymore because I yeah, know that he's
3: that just his lyrics. I, so yeah. I think it's a, I honestly think it's a Kardashian curse, bro. Like, yeah, it
1: was a Kardashian curse for
3: sure. Let's, let's go through the numbers here. So you got Lamar Odom who fucking turned into a crackhead. Yep. You got the whole, you know, Caitlyn Jenner thing. Uh, We got Scott, what's his name? I forgot his last name. Scott Disick was an alcoholic. Super alcoholic. Mm -hmm.
1: They drove him crazy.
3: Rob uh, gained a million Re- pounds Rob <laughs> <laughs> and
4: then, like, Reggie, Reggie and Bush got it back. <laughs> Reggie
3: Bush was never the same like no, after, just, Like no, yeah, yeah, right. he kept getting he kept getting hurt you know we guy. were just talking <laughs> about bust
1: and I felt like Reggie Bush was somewhat of a bust a little bit he
3: never lived on his potential
1: yeah, no college yeah. coming out yeah. he was supposed to be the next yeah. big thing in the NFL for a couple years you know Mark Ingram was
3: like that too well Mark Ingram's still in the league behind you but Mark Ingram's not
1: bad but yeah I could talk about sports all day Yeah. Want to delve into that? Yeah, we can talk about
2: that all day. All right, so I got a question for you guys. All right. You guys listen to the Joe Budden podcast at all? Yes, I do. All right, so now that like his, this is obviously the biggest he's ever been in his career. Do you think that it would be wise for him to drop an album in 2019? Yes, and I would listen to it. Me too. I will listen to it. As I, well. I like yeah. Joe Budden. I think this is the time he needs to do it. If he yeah. if he's not because I think he's just fucking with people when he says he's retired all the time. I think he's rappers don't retire. Working man. On it. Yeah.
1: he's still been. Even, I feel like, bro, Joe Budden's the type of person that has multi-million dollars. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have a multi-million dollar studio mm-hmm. in his basement. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be times where you walk into your kitchen and you like, damn, yep. I could just step downstairs and make a fucking hit.
2: Yep. He's going to do it. Yeah. I think he's I think low-key recording shit at his house and just not telling anyone about yeah. it. Yeah. And I think it's either 2019 or 20, but I think he should do it now f- for his rap career because it could be like... It could be It'd like, be Royce. It, that, what happened with Royce? Like yeah. He made his best album at 40 years old.
3: Yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Jake there. What's up, bro? Just, uh, the only reason I yeah, see that... Up, Jake? I, yeah, what, what up, is, Jake? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had to zoom in. Yeah. I had to zoom in, but yeah. Shout out to Jake.
2: All right, switch gears a little bit. All right. Go into some movies. Have you fellas been watching anything uh, Anything worth talking about? I just uh, saw... Vi- uh, what's that? Uh, Vice, the president. Oh, was Nick that good? lot of
3: Cheney. You know, actually, so... Historically it was partly historically accurate, but you know it's a Hollywood movie, so you right. know they did a lot of sensationalism <laughs> with it. Like they had uh what's his face? Steve Carell as Rumsfeld, He was like the comic he was like the comic relief. Well my Adam McKay directed it. You know, Adam McKay does like a lot of shit. Oh, the shit with he Will directed yeah, like Brothers and all that mm-hmm. stuff like
2: that. So it was definitely like kind of a funnier movie. But Adam McKay started Funnier Die too, right? Him and Will Ferrell? Yeah. yeah. That was a great yeah. series
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I liked Funnier Die for sure. Yeah. Um and then who and uh Sam Rockwell plays Bush, right? Yep. Yeah. I want I gotta see that there's like a so it was since a good, it was good. Him and I spent so much damn time listening to music last year that like we didn't even have a lot of time for movies. So I've been going back since this Christmas and uh between Christmas and New Year's I, there's no albums dropping, so I I I've watched been downloading that. movies and I shit. I also
3: watched mid nineties too. Oh I want to
1: catch Jonah that? Hill Did with? you guys catch that Controversial movie That everybody's talking The Bird Box thing Yeah we about
4: talked it. about it A little Man. bit A couple weeks ago And then people it's got pissed at us For fucking oh, ruining stuff Yeah cause yeah,
3: <laughs> No like literally Like when it came out We mentioned it that week We were talking about it And like, you are like Oh thanks for the spoiler I'm like oh shit
2: Alright Yeah <laughs> I forget that everyone Doesn't watch it immediately But um,
1: Yeah I watched it immediately yeah, so <laughs> right when it came out <laughs> so yeah.
2: have to, no, New movies that I have to catch I have to catch Aquaman
1: Because
3: I I want to see that too I'm a fan of all superhero movies I'll give you Cause I already saw it pretty much this is Aquaman in a nutshell it is you've seen Black Panther? Yeah. It's literally Black Panther if Killmonger was a hero. That's that's the, the my that's my review of Aquaman. Okay. It's not that's bad, a, bad yeah, but that's that's, that's, that's pretty much it.
2: That's I watched a bad. couple of like really racially charged movies that I fucking loved and Green Book? Green Book is one I of them. I haven't um, seen Green
3: Book. What's that
1: about?
2: So Green Book is Mahershala Ali, who's been in Moonlight. He was on House of Cards. Uh, he's become one of my favorite actors. Uh, he's on
3: True Detective series, too, now. True Det- yeah, he's gonna be, a, that starts uh, this like Sunday, it.
2: by the way. Um. Anyways, it's him and Viggo Mortensen are the two main characters, and Viggo Mortensen's another one of my favorite actors. He's in uh, History of Violence and uh, Eastern Promises, which are two of my favorite movies. Um, but anyways, the movie is about... It starts off with Viggo Mortensen in New York in the early '60s, and he's like a hard ass, um, like no bullshit kind of guy who is a bouncer at a club, and he's just known for like handling shit if anything goes down in the club. And uh, Herschel Lee plays a doctor in. Uh, he's got a doctorate in music. So he's a classically trained pianist, and he's a he's a real character. He's, he's a, it's, um, what's the guy's name? Don. Shirley Don Shirley is the guy the real musician's name that it he, uh, is playing the character of and it's about him wanting to go on tour in the early 60s in the deep south so he oh, wow. hires Vigo Mortensen Ooh. to be his driver and security uh, as they go on tour and they're both and it's funny cuz Vigo Mortensen's character is this like rough around the edges like says a lot of whack shit and like <laughs> and, and then like Marshall Ali is this well-spoken prim and proper Dude, that's giving him a lot of shit for the way he talks and everything. And there's a lot of like stereotypes that they play on throughout the movie, but it's kind of more about them like learning about each other's cultures and like throughout the movie becoming like best friends basically. And uh, I thought that was a really good movie. It was the acting was awesome. I was, it was like a feel good movie. I felt pretty good after I watched it. So uh, I enjoyed that one. Nice. And then the other one was not so much of a feel good movie, but it was really good. Have you heard about Blind Spotting?
3: No, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Though. What is that?
2: It takes place in Oakland, California, um, present day, and it's kind of about um, same thing—a black and white dude that are best friends. Um, the black dude is just getting out of jail to start the movie, and it's about them like working at this moving company together, and like the gentrification that's going on in Oakland, California, during that time, and like there's all these like hipsters and shit moving into the city and everything, and um, it's basically about. They both did some fucked up shit, but of course he got arrested because he was the black guy and his buddy got off on it. And then it's about them kind of uh, working together. And I don't know how it's the white guy kind of like he's he, he like wears like gold fronts. He's got like big chains and everything. And like he acts way more reckless throughout the whole movie. But everything always keeps falling back on the black character in the movie so it's kind of like about like how that shit how that stuff works in society that and shit is real, man. and it goes yeah. into like uh and he witnesses like um the police shooting a black guy running away from the cops in the movie so that plays a big part in it i don't want to give away like the crazy stuff that happens in it but it's a really really good movie i was i was like really impressed about it
1: a lot of people try to play like that That it doesn't exist a lot mm-hmm. Up north and Especially and It doesn't right. exist a lot And hit towns where it's integrated Like Ann Arbor Where you'll see one of every race And mm-hmm. wherever yeah. you go Yep When it happens all the time Like yeah, for example yeah. I, got, th- I got pulled over With one of my friends The other day And um, he was just going Like maybe like five over Six mm-hmm. over The policeman comes up to the car There's four of us in the vehicle Bangs on my window And tells me to put my hands On the seat Only one and, and my friend's mom was the one in the front seat. And she's like, why the fuck didn't he tell me to put my hands on the passenger seat? Like, I'm sitting here with my hands back here. He said, I'm like, right. it happens to me all the time. i yep. like, it's a, a close friend. So it's yeah. like my mom. So I'm like, it happens a lot, mom. Like, it's a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And she was so livid about it and just kept talking about it. And the way that I downplayed it, like, I mean, it happens. Yeah. It's normal to us at yeah. this point. I know you probably. Oh,
4: dude.
1: It's a real like- thing.
3: No, it happened to me a few, like, a couple times, actually. One in particular, I remember it was, like, me, I have a friend that's Arabic, and then my boy Jay Reed, like, mm-hmm. you know, who commented on the podcast like, a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, we got pulled over, pulled on another boy, uh, my boy Ryan's, like, subdivision, and then he go ask everybody in the car for their ID, and I'm looking like, you, don't, you know, Reed's the driver, like, why do you need everybody's ID? Mm-hmm. So Reed gave him, he gave him an ID, and he, then he actually gave him, like, his student ID or whatever by accident. And then he was just flipping out and he was, oh wait, you go to Michigan State? Oh yeah, yeah, you're good, man. You're good. So as long as, you know, as long as you're not making trouble, like you're yeah. fine. Like, oh yeah, you want... I feel like it's like that mentality is, oh, you're one of the good ones. Right. Like in yeah, the back yeah, of my head, that's kind of exactly. that's kinda how you that mentality Oh, like, you go to school type. Yeah. You
1: D one, so you, you yeah. know what you're doing. You got more than a two point five. Right, right. You right.
3: have sense. That's just one like, I don't know why for Certain people, like certain black people, I feel like when you you have the ability to code switch, like your voices and shit like that. Code switching is like, huge. Especially for me, because I grew up west side of Detroit and I moved out here. So I was like, and I know that like, you have the ability to code switch. Yeah, I can already tell yeah, just yeah, by like, listening to you. So I like, yeah, for sure. You had that ability, like, to code switch, I feel like. That's a, that's a very, it's really, it's kind of fucked up in a way, but it helps out a lot. Like,
1: it's crazy how the code switching yeah. <laughs> can help.
3: And then you can notice,
1: I know you've probably been in this position. You can notice that you have friends that you are around that can't code switch. Oh, absolutely. All, All time. the time. Like, And you're the one to be like, okay, step right. back real quick. Let me handle this situation <laughs> Bro, because I-, I know how to <laughs> translate, which is even worse, mm-hmm. and you're not translating anything, but... It I got my cousin, like my that. cousin
3: still, he live on the east side of Detroit and everything like that. Every time I go visit him, he goes like, man, I'm going to hang out with you with all the white people and shit like that, man. I'm like, bro, I want to bring you around him, but, you know, I know how that's going to go. I know that's how going to go at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah bro. I love you, but I know how that shit going to go. So, like, I don't want... My neighborhood looked like, down upon me
1: at times for that because I live in a pretty urban neighborhood in, when I was younger in, in Ann Arbor. And when it came to that, my friends sometimes were neighborhood people. So, yeah. they, They didn't really leave much. They didn't have to deal with different cultures. Like, you do, but you don't. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to deal with certain cultures. Like, you go to Kroger's, you're like... What up? <laughs> you see somebody you're like what up? That's yeah. it. But when you actually have to delve and maybe sell something to something like that at work, or you have to do other things, certain people are not comfortable.
3: Especially like me, because I worked in the call centers for like a long yeah, time, yeah. dude. So it was like you know you have to put on a certain voice. And there's actually a movie uh, with Lakeith Stanfield. Was it? Sorry. Uh, was it? Uh, Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Have you watched that? Yeah, yet Yeah, I watched it. Okay. Have so you it seen the no, Sorry to bother you. Know. Check it out when you get a chance. It's on Hulu yeah, and everything. It's that. dope. Yeah, but it's it's a good movie. Movie. he actually works in a call center, and it's just about like you got to put on your white voice tell these people Danny, Danny Glover it too. Yeah. yeah, that's
4: so funny it's, like, it,
3: it's true though like I remember like when I'm around my family this this past holiday season I was around my family Thanksgiving and stuff like that he goes man you got that white boy he's like shit you can uh you no I gotta start bringing you around so you can get out of you you know you can get me out of some shit with the police I'm like bro
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> you know it's man, funny too real. white people do it all the time you ever notice how a white person talks like amongst themselves and then when they start talking to a group of black people yeah. The oh got it. changes. Oh, yeah. like my favorite, slang words. my like, <laughs> favorite You
3: remember You watch Atlanta Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Remember
3: that up? Yeah, Have you seen Atlanta before oh, yeah yeah Remember that episode It was like one of the first episodes When uh the white dude he's trying to like Give him like the, the record to, yeah, yeah He, 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 he drops nigga around him And stuff like that Yeah And then he like, goes around the other guy's What's up my bros Yeah <laughs> yeah He yo Say what you <laughs>
4: said, Ernie, Yeah He goes, yeah. Around, he goes <laughs> around
3: Paperboy And everything yeah. like that He goes He left that part like, like Really nigga And he says that around Earn And he goes to paper Boy goes, really?
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I kind like <laughs> of like rider That's hard Yeah. Like, I, I, don't can, know, I, I can't wait that. to see what this <laughs> is. Yeah, Flo rider got some hits, show. man. <laughs> <laughs> that Flo might
1: rider. be one of my favorite shows to hit TV I, just I love because it. of all the small points that Charles Gambio hits. Florida man, it's, it's, bro. It's amazing, man. Florida, Florida man. man. Florida man. <laughs> Florida
3: man. <laughs> Florida man is alive and well. Holy shit. I know we're not doing like the uh the news segment. Mm-hmm did you hear uh one of my friends tagged me in that actually actually a couple friends my tag me in it so there was a guy from you know uh, from Florida of course he hid uh-huh. five syringes in his ass and said Wait, I guess, what? five syringes he hit him in his hit head? him and then I guess when they searched him for it he goes I don't know those aren't mine I don't know where they came from <laughs> only some shit from Florida. <laughs> yeah, Florida, that's just so weird. Florida
1: I was watching this like drug ink thing on narco or on Netflix it was about narcos yeah. you just think certain things there was just Older African guy. He was like fifty-eight and he had a can of fruit salad, but it was like large can. So they're just looking at it like, all right, it's a can of fruit salad, but there's no liquids moving. Bro, this old man had like twenty-four keys of like coke in this (laughs) fruit veil. And they just so happened to crack the top and he just
4: Went oh. along with it Just
1: went left Like went to jail All <laughs> that I'm like dog Did you, you would never know I Like I would look at that old man And not extra right him
2: Like at all Was that the real life Narcos
1: thing that's on there I, I'm not sure I think it was uh, I think it was called Drug Inc Oh Drug Inc? Inc? yeah I've yeah, seen yeah. Drug
2: Inc before yeah. I don't think I've seen That episode though Yeah it was Drug oh, Inc That's funny Yeah man Let's see is there anything else we want to get to before we wrap we got uh, today we, we would like to go longer I'd hopefully have a, like a part 2 with these guys but Nick's got a tight schedule today we got to get out of here by 5:45 but um was there any oh you know what I did want to did, did we mention the Avicii thing Oh, yeah. That's a good documentary. Yeah, the, I, don't, I, I didn't know yeah, nothing the of the documentary. Was was,
3: so you know what Vichy is, right? The DJ? Yeah. Yeah, he You know he died last year. Uh, suicide. Suicide, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just about, like, pretty much, you know, he's a very introverted, like, person. Like, he really didn't want to get famous or anything like he that. He hated performing. He, and he hated, did, like, yeah.
2: thousands of shows.
3: He, yeah, over the course of five years, he played a thousand shows, and he was just, like, stressed out. He was like, I didn't want to play any shows anymore. And he actually, at one point, retired from performing.
2: Yeah, 2016 said he was done. Yeah,
3: and then he like fired his manager and everything like that, and then he had like a really big mental breakdown. Where what did he? What did he do? He like took a shard of glass and just like wine bottle. His, that he wine bottle or yeah. something.
2: It's crazy, it man. The documentary up, like, was yeah. super crazy though, because that guy had an insane work ethic, and I never really got into his music. That shit's not really for me. <laughs> um, wake me up was dope. I like that. Yeah, wake me up, was, me up cool. was dope. Actually, you know what's crazy about Wake Me Up? Yeah. Um, him and the the guitar player from Incubus wrote that song together. Mike Inzinger from Incubus. Yeah, they wrote that shit together. The he was in the documentary. Is,
1: I actually like
2: Incubus. I love Incubus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love you know, know, that band I when I was growing up. Like on, that.
1: Man. Like them. Uh, what's the other group that I like? Coheed and Cambria. I do oh, Coheed's dope. Do you uh, know?
3: Speaking, we talk about Bird Box earlier. You know who did the soundtrack for Bird Box? Who? Trent Reznor. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. reznor has been yeah. bodying yeah, yeah, yeah. soundtracks.
2: He's been out here doing all <laughs> yeah. that shit. Yeah.
1: Burbox soundtrack wasn't bad
2: though. No, it wasn't.
1: That movie wasn't bad, man.
2: I thought it was super entertaining, man. Yeah, like, it
1: was it, entertaining. Obviously it I didn't was. I like the fucking ending. Though. Right. Obviously it was, it was a little bit but Nobody liked the but ending. It was, it was, it was cool. Hit.
2: Yeah. I liked
3: it. I don't I mean. It's just like when I like watch horror movies, I don't like horror movies with happy endings. Yeah, For some yeah. reason, it's just not realistic to me.
1: So did you guys check out that uh, other movie they have on Netflix, that Black Mirror thing? I oh, the did, Bandersnatch? Yeah. yeah. You gotta like oh, yeah, the, the interactive? I didn't have yeah, the patience for
3: Bandersnatch. It. I,
1: yes, I don't either. I haven't watched it because I'm not about to sit <laughs> Bro, there. Bro, I'm not going to yeah. front.
3: I've seen every fucking ending of that shit. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very detailed. I'm a very detailed person to go to shit like that. Like, I have to go through every single thing just to make sure I don't so rule anything I, after I'm the same that like how you feel about it? Like, was it? you know what? There was only one ending that I liked out of it. Like out of all like the other four. That's crazy. Yeah, it was like one like really dark ending. That was my other was, question. Yeah.
1: I didn't know how many endings. There's there five
3: main endings. There's like, but there's like a bunch of hidden scenes apparently that are really hard to unlock.
2: So there's probably some scenes out there I haven't
3: got yet. But there's right, only like right. five endings. Hmm. I might have to watch.
2: Yeah, I got through one of them, and then I was like, I don't feel like going back because it. Lo- so like, you, you get like stuck in these loops sometimes. And I'm like, I don't feel like doing this shit a million times. That's yeah, nah, yeah, yeah nah. Time. I'm the same <laughs> person, bro. It's too much instruction. I'm tight yeah. on it, bro. I'm good. I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm the type of person that like, especially
3: when like when Red Dead Two came out, like I'm the type of person that do all the side missions and shit like that. Just to make sure I don't be. I, I learned that on GTA <laughs> to do side missions yep. and you
1: can come up some bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. This is why
3: I do Maybe all. Maybe it's like, just a Rockstar <laughs> Games <laughs> thing, man. Like I think it might just be a Rockstar Games thing.
2: Yeah, I just wanted that shit to pick
3: the ending. Speaking for of me. uh well, you don't know you don't play video games. You you do though. I play video Kingdom games. Kingdom Hearts three in two jungle. weeks.
1: Yeah, that and uh what's that other one? Jump zone or
3: Yep. Oh yeah, uh I need Jump Zone. Oh, Jump Force? Jump, the, force, jump, jump force, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah the, yeah, yeah, the anime fighting video game. Yeah, 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 I
1: need jump force for sure but Red Dead is taking up a lot of my time lately
3: bro well, I like when it first came out I played it for like months, you knows. I played it for a little like a month and a half non-stop just <laughs> yeah. trying to beat the campaign and I finally beat the campaign and online came man, my out my player you know, got yeah. so
1: much negative morale at one point it was so hard <laughs> to get out
2: of that man I'm like duh I liked how uh, South Park covered that and the police officer oh, yeah. he's like he's yeah. oh yeah yeah like, I, I gotta like, go a rob a train
1: to it <laughs> 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 bro that South Park is also a show that always has an
3: episode for everything
2: so good because
3: they make them so quick they make them like yeah. it takes them six days to make a show and I know like for instance like when Obama got elected they uh like the, he got elected the day before and you know to do shit on Wednesdays mm-hmm. they actually had their writing staff like watch the election election, uh, election closely, mm-hmm. and as soon as like it happened, like all right, on the episode they had to go make it. They no, they
2: they, oh. they, oh, they, they no no. You're, you're right. Two different episodes. Yeah, they did a McCa- Yeah, you're right. I forgot I it. Yeah, they, they did a McCain PM one and they did Obama one. Yep, yep, you're right. Yep, you're right. Yep. That shit was fucking hilarious, man. Hello. That's it.
1: been one of my favorite. Shows.
2: I know. I one one like thing they did, or did or too. Eight, like, my- I used to wait till
3: my mom went to sleep. As soon as she go to sleep, I'm on it. One of the most low key fixes himself, right? And nobody ever notices this shit. I said like I'm like one of the only ones that did. You know the episode when they did the Washington Redskins like. Like, Washington Redskins, go fuck yourself, that episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the commercial, in the trailer, they had RG3 as the quarterback. Like they, I think they aired a trailer like that Wednesday or something like that, Wednesday or Thursday of the prior week, when the episode finally came out. You know, RG3 went down because he broke his leg and everything. Then they yeah. had Kirk Cousins, and they had yeah. Kirk Cousins in an actual episode. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, that was one of the most subtle changes I've ever seen, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> or the
1: controversial change that they had when they released the Elijah Muhammad.
3: Theory. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, episode 200. Yep.
4: Oh, yeah. my that was good. Oh, God, man. That was hilarious.
2: That's funny, the stuff. Muhammad, Muhammad, the Prophet Muhammad, yeah, Prophet, the Muhammad. Prophet Muhammad, yeah. Did they ever end up showing him on the show? No, no, they You can't even find that on
3: Hulu or anything. Like, you have no. to like go online, yeah. like the dark web and shit, and yeah. find yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it.
2: The <laughs> dark,
3: dark web. because <laughs> no, they, remember, they had a away. death threat. They, oh, yeah. Like, they had like a death threat to the South Park Studios. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
1: they were on that. They didn't, They were not playing with
3: that one. And you know, South Park, like Trey Parker, Maston I love them so much. Like, they don't fuck. They like, they don't give a fuck. Nope. (laughs) Not one. And they're probably filthy rich because of Oh yeah. I mean, think about that. Between you got that, you got Book of Mormon, you got like a bunch of other shit they do. Book of Mormon, by the way, if you haven't seen it, recommend it so much. So good. Yeah, it's great. I love that play. But
2: yeah. well, Wanye, man, thanks for coming on here. I wish we could have a little bit longer, man, but um, we'll bring you back because we plan on having the people that we like the most on the show back. We've had a lot of good guests so far. Yeah, this yeah. is great, man. This is um, probably my
1: favorite interview so far. It was pretty cool. I think what I'm going to do man. now
2: is end it with a quote from a Detroit rapper that I was, uh, I was listening to Black Milk's Fever album the other day, and there's a song on there called Laugh Now, Cry Later. And there's a, a lyric in it that I liked. It says, some fake woke like they don't have any flaws. Some too, too turnt don't represent any cause. Life's a balance. We all live it in awe. Mm. And speaking okay. of that, I decided to end the episode with that same theme in mind. Here's trying to find a balance by atmosphere. See you later, everybody.
1: That's, on that's one guy.
0: know that I mean it, maybe they're as evil as they seem, or maybe I only look out the window when it's seen cool, yeah. atmosphere ones, finally that. made a good record, yeah right, <laughs> that shit almost sounds convincing, yeah, the last so, time I felt as sick as contradictive
1: as this, was the last time we played a show in Cincy, get real they tell me, if only they knew how real this life really gets. They
0: would stop acting like a silly bitch They would respect the cock Whether or not they Nick believe Small just in the it Internet. Doesn't take much and that's messed up Because these people do a lot of simple shit To impress us While everyone was trying to outdo the last man I was just a ghost trying to catch some This pack man Hello ma'am would you be interested In some sexual positions it. and emotional Investments See, I'm not insane In fact I'm kind of rational When I be asking yo where did all the passion East Coast, West Coast, down South, Midwest Nowadays everybody knows how to get fresh Somebody give me a big yes God bless America, but she stole the beef from West Now I'm too fucked